Spotify uh, live episode is about Bad Bunny and you. And I have never been this obsessed with a celebrity basically living the life that he put on an album since maybe like Madonna. And I know that's dating me, but I think the only other artist that we have an example of like them being their art has been Madonna. Because when Madonna released Exotica, Erotica and all that, uh, Bedtime Stories, she had a book that mimicked the album and she was living the life of that album. She was out, she was being sexual, she was being strong, she was being this woman. And I don't think I have seen that kind of life and living what the art is like Bad Bunny has. And last week when I was in Puerto Rico, um, I didn't go to the Bad Bunny show. I didn't need to. Like I got to the island and the way that this guy took over the island, beyond. Like I've never seen anybody take over a space quite like him. Uh, the entire island, billboards, signs, bus stops, everywhere was covered in this little red heart of his. And it, it was it was insane. So we get back and I start going through TikTok because I wanted to see what the footage looked like of, of people out there at his show celebrating his album. Um, while I was there and I'm going to TikTok and that's when this video of Bad Bunny at a club with a woman in a green dress making out yada yada. Now, the, the there's three explanations, right? Like obvious. One, you see her, she kind of goes to go for a selfie and he leans in for the kiss. Um, I can tell that it took her by surprise and that I can also tell that uh, it took him by surprise. You could see it in his face that he was like, oh, I'm doing this. And she was doing it. Um, from what I understand, from what I saw on TikTok, there were girls like grabbing at his junk while him and this girl were having their way with each other. I thought it was brilliant. I think it's brilliant marketing, but I also know that that's how he lives his life. If you listen to the album, if you're a true Bad Bunny fan and you're listening to the album, he has been dropping hints on this for a very long time. There's an entire promo leading up to the release of this album where he literally leaves Gabriela, quote unquote, his best friend, quote unquote, the secret girlfriend, all that stuff, literally leaves her on the beach with someone else and he leaves, he leaves her in the arms of another man, right? There's a whole promo about this. There's a whole song about him warning someone, don't fall in love with me, don't fall in love with me, it's a bad idea. And I think what happens is as a fan, you start building these fantasies about the person you're obsessed with and building these fantasies about, you know, an artist and, and what their album means and what this lyric means and what that, and I'm starting to learn that Bob Bunny is who he is. This is not a show. This is who he is. He's artistic. He's gender bending. He's um, true to his people, to his fans, to his to Puerto Rico. Um, and what he put on that album was real life. It wasn't this thing to create some kind of like TikTok 
uh, dance. It wasn't a, a thing to be uh, the most trending audio on TikTok or on Instagram, whatever. No, no, no. That album was literally who he is. And that is how I feel about Bad Bunny. That's how he is. That's who he is in the album is who he is in real life. And I think a lot of people get that confused. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't think anybody wishes anything bad on that girl. I really don't. And those who do are not mature enough to understand the material he's putting out. If you listen to his album, he's clearly letting us know he's not a great person to fall in love with. He's telling you. Now, I would love to ramble on and on by myself about this. I have in front of the mirror. I've had complete, you know, conversations, almost like a therapy session about this. I'm going to bring on my friend, Betty Williams. Uh, Betty is one of my favorite people in Miami, and she's probably probably like the biggest Bad Bunny fan you will ever meet. Uh, Betty, all you need to do is ask permission to talk, and I'll and I'll I'll bring you on. I'm so excited that you joined me, Betty. You don't even understand. Okay, here we are, and accepting. Hey, Betty, unmute yourself. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Can you see me? No, right. I can't see you. No, there's no, there's no face. There's nothing. This is why I love Spotify live, by the way, welcome to Spotify live. <laughs> hey, I'm like here downloading apps and creating passwords and doing things so that I could come on here and be with you. I love it, Benny. Thank you so much for supporting my craziness. Of course, always and forever. Okay. So I consider you the bad bunny fan. As a matter of fact, a lot of people don't, People don't know this, but like, I'll see something about Bunny and I'll text it to you. I don't even DM you. I text it to you so you understand that it's a real thought. It's a real, I'm really thinking about you. I want it to be personal. Um, I want to know you. everything that went through your mind when you saw Bad Bunny with the girl with the green dress in the club making out all that. Tell me everything. All right. So obviously my first thought was, why wasn't I there? Why wasn't that me? <laughs> but... But obviously, um, it's everything you're saying, like, he has said it in the past, I'm not getting married, I'm not having kids, I'm here living my life. His song, Titi Me Pronto, mm -hmm. everybody knows, like, the booty shaking part and whatever. But when the music changes or whatever, at the end, he's literally saying, like, listen to your friends and don't fall in love with me. So it's, he so says it's literally it. everything you're saying. And... I don't know. I've always said, like, like for example, whenever people are like, oh, my God, Fulanito cheated, like, a star or whatever, you know, like, oh, he had an affair. I'm always like, are you mm -hmm. surprised? Like, wh why do people go crazy right, when right. a celebrity or an athlete or whatever, like, kiss another lady, make out with some, like, come on now. Are you really surprised? So... Um, it wasn't a shock. It wasn't surprising. I was like, oh yeah, it's Bad Bunny in a club kissing other girls. He did it in his music videos. He does it all the time. He says that he does it. Like and all the time. He just was filmed. It just happened to be that, that moment that moment was captured on TikTok. You know something else that drives me crazy, buddy? Like he says it. He oh, says man. it over and over and over again in his album. He says it. He's like, don't fall in love with me. He did, like, when I talk about that promo, I remember watching that promo and being like, this guy is a genius because he's been the truest, the most transparent artist that I have, I've ever seen 
in Since a really, one. really, really long time. And I think the generation that's consuming his content, that's consuming his artistry, that's consuming his music is not ready for that realness. They say they are. I don't think they are. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, like, they want to support his music, but then they get on him for painting his nails. Exactly. So it's like, yeah. So it's like, you have to understand who he is in that way. Um, and yeah, nothing was surprising to me. I don't think Gabriela cares. One of my first reactions was like, Gabriela probably filmed it. Um, open relationships exist. Really? You thought that? Yeah, I was like, ah, Gabriela probably was like, they're watching him do that. Like, open relationships exist. Swinging exists. All of that exists. And like, why would Bad Bunny exclude himself he's like the most wanted man in the world and to think that he only gives himself to gabriela is unreasonable um it's unreasonable it's like you ca i can't even wrap my head around that something that i saw this week which is fantastic he he's in the movie bullet train with like brad pitt and all these like big actors right yes. on the on the red carpet yes. people are saying that brad pitt wore all green to like Kukian a bad bunny. Do you think Brad Pitt is up to bad bunny TikTok gossip? Or is that just something I'm I'm like creating in my head? No, that's something, yeah, no, that's not. I don't think I think that Brad Pitt understands the importance of Bad Bunny, but I don't think he's that into it. He um I was watching yesterday on Good Morning America, they had Bad Bunny and whatever and Brad Pitt was calling him Benito. So, like, I really don't think that he cares that much. At all with achievement and all that stuff? No, I don't think he cares that much. Oh, yeah, and you know what's one thing I noticed? Uh -huh. um, I mm -hmm. listen, like, when I'm cleaning and stuff, I have, like, YouTube music videos playing. And during, like, obviously, all I listen to is Bad Bunny. So during the Bad Bunny, like... <laughs> While his music videos are playing, the little ads in between for Bullet Train are focused on Bad Bunny and like shots of Bad Bunny. But if you watch Bullet Train advertisements, not on YouTube or not like directed to the Hispanic market, it's Brad Pitt focused. So for us, for me, it's the Bad Bunny movie. It is the Bad Bunny movie. But like, it's, for, I'm going to go see Bad Bunny in a movie. Like, it's not about... Right. I mean, no disrespect to fine-ass, old-ass Brad Pitt. I mean, like, he has aged, like, fine right. wine. But the movie is about Bad Bunny. It is, 100%. So for us, it's the Bad Bunny movie. But I don't think the general public, like, the non-Bad Bunny listening to people see it that way. You know something, uh, Betty? One of my favorite things about that album is where we see all these layers to him. We see we see him as the party guy, as a romantic, as a reflective person. Like, he's showing you everything. The problem as a fan or as, as you know, when these people become crazed with, with an artist is like, oh, no, I saw that. And I, I hear mm -hmm. what you're saying, Lucy. I heard that in the album, too. But I don't want to believe it. No, no, no. Sometimes you need to believe people out the gate. When somebody tells yes. you... Um, I don't like, yeah. I don't know, tomatoes. Believe that they don't like tomatoes. They're, this is their truth. You, you cannot write somebody's truth. Yeah. It is their truth to live. One of my favorite yeah. songs, obviously, is Titi Me Pregunto. And my favorite line in this entire song is 
when he's talking about like, me pregunto, si tiene una novia, whatever, whatever. And then he goes, porque me la voy a dar toda para VIP. I, I believed that line. The moment I heard that yeah, song, which is that line to me, I remember jumping out of my chair and telling my husband, yeah, like, it was so, I was so excited for him, like, because, like, <laughs> take We're a home, and home. I felt like I was, like, a teenager again, and you just got into the club for the first time, and you're meeting everybody, like, that you want to hook up with, yep. or, like, just f flirt around with, and he brought yep. this, this, like, feeling back to my spirit, you know, like, I want to party with this guy, like, so bad, but I don't want to hook up, I just want to party with this guy, Yeah. and then when you started seeing... Mm -hmm, Yeah, and he even has, Go ahead. he even has, like, he even brought in, you know, like, that Dominican Tia figure to do the whole, like, um, like, oye, muchacho, de diablo, no, que tú vas a yeah. una novia seria para ti, but he just keeps going into, like, no, I've told him not to fall in love with me. So, like, exactly, you know. is, and what you're talking about, him speaking his truth in his writing is 100% correct because, as you mentioned, I am the biggest Bad Bunny fan. So I've been listening to him. <laughs> I've been listening to him since 2017. When I heard the song 2016, I was sobbing because I was like, man, because in the song 2016, he says, like, I wish I could go back to that time before I was a king. And so if you listen to his mm. music in 2017, it's Spanish trap and it's all about, like, shooting people, drugs, um, you know, like, I shoot everybody, I rob banks, whatever. But then mm -hmm. when he came out with Por Siempre, and he was singing mm -hmm. that kind of music, which was a lot mellowed out and was more like themes of love and whatever, he went on Instagram live. This was way back. This was like in 2018, 19. He tell me, tell me, you Bad Bunny historian. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> in like 2018, 19, he went on a live and he was on live for like three hours. I only watched like 45 minutes. But he was saying, he was like, a lot of people are criticizing this album. He's like, because of his music, like, was more mellowed out, whatever. It wasn't like the Spanish trap. And he was saying, he's like, a lot of people mm -hmm. are criticizing this album. But what you don't understand is that this is me. He's like, I had the opportunity to sing with Arcangel and Daddy Yankee mm -hmm. and all these other people. He's like, and Lu Yang and whatever. He's like, I was making the music that they were making because I had an opportunity to record with people. He's like, but now that I got the opportunity to have my own single album, these are the songs that I wanted to write and this is the music I wanted to sing. So wow. what you're saying is 100% accurate. If he wrote it, he means it. He means it. He totally means it. And I, re I remember, you know, because my husband teases me. He was like, oh, did you become a Bad Bunny, like bandwagoner? And I'm like, I don't know if it's a bandwagoner. I think that mm -hmm. this Bad Bunny, this Verano Sinti, um, came to me at a time in my life where I needed this kind of like descontrol, uh -huh. having some fun, um, reconnecting with my inner child, yeah. healing. I'm like, I spent this whole summer. I've been calling it the private hot mamacita summer. Like I've been like really retrospective yeah. and like thinking about myself and thinking about what I really want to do in my life and really thinking about my skill set and who I am as a mom and as a wife and as a friend and all, and this mm -hmm. album brought together me and my cousins brought together me and my husband, um, There's so many, my kids and I, like this album to me is 
one of those albums that I'm always going to be thankful for. And I, I wish people, like, I understand his past albums. Like, I yeah. get all that. Um, and there are, but it didn't but hit it didn't me at the, time. at the time. This album. Yeah, and that's not being a bandwagon. It's it, when, when it hits you. me. And for me, this album, I remember, I'm not, I don't want to name drop, but I'm going to have to. When this album dropped, I called oh, Oscar G, one of the most prolific house DJs in the world. And I call, I swear to God, que pena. I called him, I'm like, hey, oh, girl. Oscar, do you have a mini? He was like, yeah. It was really thick Miami ass. He was like, yeah, what's up? And I'm like, um, I'm like, have you listened to the Bad Bunny yeah. album? And he goes, Lucy, I've listened to it like six times in a row. I cannot put it down. What he did for music, and, and, I, and I'm, going, I'm going to say this because I have yeah. to say this. I have to say this. Bad Bunny reintroduced 90s Puerto Rican house music, right? Early, late 80s, early 90s. When other oh, yeah. artists saw what this did to the landscape of music, what it did to Spotify, what it did to streaming numbers, I am convinced that people like Drake had an album that sounded like the one that he just dropped and wasn't sure whether to drop it or not. And he went, oh, wait, hold on a second. Hold on. And that's, I can, I, I'm going to drop what I've been making. And because if Bad Bunny can do it off of one song, El Apagón, one song. If I can do it off of one, if this guy, I, I'm going to make my whole album like this. And yep. that's why Drake dropped that album. And I'm pretty sure Beyonce listened to it. That no hate I to the queen about to say that <laughs> she's amazing but i am convinced that beyonce listened to bad bunny's album heard that song was like you know what i'm right about this house music shit and it, it's interesting because when you when i had this conversation with yeah. oscar i'm like you know people are gonna be like oh uh you know house music is new and and he goes yeah of course like people are idiots but that song alone, alone, El Apagón, it is a pure example of how something that was old, that was not introduced to this new generation, I loved, loved how he embraced those house roots that, in my opinion, it's always been like New York music. I've always known it as Puerto Rican house. You know what I mean? There's Chicago house, Miami house. This is Puerto Rican, New York, New York yeah. house. At its, mm-hmm. I loved it. And, and, and I don't care who, but he did that. He did that Fine. people. Yeah. He did that. That was bad bunny. Yeah. So Betty, I'm super excited yeah. that you joined me in this conversation just because I, I really wanted to go in. I wanted someone to hear me talk about bad bunny for like 20 minutes. So thank you, Betty. I love it. No, thank you for having me join you. I love you so much. I love you too. Okay, don't leave. Hang up, and then I'm going to wrap this up. <laughs> okay, I'm going to say stop speaking. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm so thankful for Betty. Betty is such a talent. Oh, my gosh, you guys. She puts out content, like, all the time, and it's fun, and it's informative, and it's genuine, and she puts her heart into it, and she's funny as fuck. I, she's one of my favorite people. Um. Yeah, I love Betty. Um, so I also wanted to talk about the weekend, and I'm gonna because I'm running. I don't want to be this too too late. Um, I don't want this to run too long. That's what I meant to say. Um, 
One of my favorite things about The Weeknd is his ability to take people on this like cinematic journey through his album, right? And this last album, you know, with the blinding lights and, uh, yeah, that, that album. I can't remember that, the name of the album off the top of my head right now. Maybe I should Google it because I have a computer right in front of me. Hold on, kids. Let me just do this really quick. The Weeknd. Albums. It's not, it's not the after hours. It's not that. It's more, what is it called, Lucia? Come on, Lucia. That's not uh, after hours. Yeah, it is after hours. Okay. So I love you. I love you so much. Um, after hours. When that album dropped, everybody was like, oh, The weekend spent spend all his time watching Stranger Things. It's got that 80s vibe. I listened to it. Yeah, I don't think he spent his entire time watching Stranger Things, but obviously it's influenced by 80s music. I heard a lot of New Order in there, a lot of, a lot of Joy Division, which if you know, Joy, it was Joy Division first and then New Order. Um, I heard a lot of talking heads in it, if you listen to it. Um, and just music to me that is timeless and classic. A lot of that retro sound that, uh, you know, us Miami people love. Um, and I never thought I was going to see an artist like him who had like the fucking Super Bowl say, yes, I will do Halloween Horror Nights. Let me tell you how that impacted me. There comes a time in your life where you have to be really sure. And I'm, I'm talking professionally. I'm not talking about personally and, and who you are as, you know, I'm talking about like professional. There comes a time in your life where you have to start weighing your skill set. And you have to start believing in your skill set and not allow a title or position define you who you are within your skill set. And the weekend skill set is cinematic. That guy thinks like movies. He writes songs like movies. That entire album, Don FM, is a movie from beginning to end. I mean, for God's sakes, one of the greatest comedic actors and serious dramatic actors ever, Jim Carrey, is featured through the entire album. And, you know, and now we know that... Uh, you know, The weekend is pairing up with the director and creator of Euphoria to create a Euphoria-like, and they're saying it's even worse for HBO. Bottom line is, when I saw that he hooked up with Universal Studios to do Halloween Horror Nights, I nearly lost my mind in the best way possible. Because what he is showing other upcoming artists, creatives, and people who don't have like a regular, maybe like, you know, office computer life uh, is, that didn't even make sense, but I think you understand me, is that you cannot be boxed in in what you think your skill set is only about, right? You cannot just be, if you're, if you're going to be a rap artist, you have to look at that from all different angles. If you're going to be a therapist, you have to look at that from all different angles. And I think sometimes when you're doing the same thing for so long, you get like, oh, this is what I am and this is who I'm going to be. And this is all I can be because they're telling me this is all I can be. And you start believing that, right? 
when he announced this, I was um, like, I'm currently in, in negotiations to do something that has nothing to do with radio, but has everything to do with my skill set. And I remember seeing like the post because I, I get alerts for like certain artists that I, I, I love. And one of those is The Weeknd. And when I saw the thing for HHN, I was beside myself because you see artists like Kanye West who kind of like lead the pack in that. Like, yeah, he's an artist. He makes music. He's a rap artist, but he's also a fashion designer. He's also, a, you know, an architect of creativity. He makes shoes. He makes clothes. Um, and that's like his wheelhouse. Like he is a creative. And then you see The weekend, who's like, not only am I going to put on a show, but I'm really into horror and filmmaking and all this. And I want my album, right? My album, After Hours, to be the theme for Halloween Horror Nights. I don't think anybody has ever achieved that. We've seen it with The Walking Dead at Halloween Horror Nights. We've seen it with Stranger Things at Halloween Horror Nights. But an artist, a musical artist, like that to me is ginormous. Number one, he doesn't think he's better than anybody. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, I don't think I'm better than, I, I want to try that. I want to do that. And there's a little bit like, like, because imagine how many people are like, what do you mean you're, you're going to do a haunted house with your album? It's not just that. It's an experience. He's now giving you a physical experience to his album. That's how dope The weekend is. And, and, and not like, this is what an artist is supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do. He's like, no, I'm not just going to do this. I'm going to produce shows. I'm going to write movies. I'm going to have my entire, al his entire album is the theme for Halloween Horror Nights. The only thing I imagine in my head and I'm hoping will happen is there's like a million weekends running around in little red suits with busted face. I mean, that would look amazing. And then you see the promos for it, and you know he had a say in that. You know he had a say in those promos. You know he wrote it. You know he came up with the themes. Those are things that excite me as a creative. When I see another creative, a person who has like three-dimensional thinking, come out and create something so rad, so cool, off of an album. Um... And I don't know, things like that excite me and things like that inspire me. Artists like Bad Bunny, artists like The Weeknd, artists like Beyonce. These people inspire me to think outside of the box. And I'm not talking about coming up with a different like TikTok trend or coming up with this. No, no, no. Think outside the box. What can your skill set bring to the table? And that's how you have to start viewing your life. What is in your toolbox that can just elevate your game? Not the game, your game. Because eventually your game is going to become the game. Remember that. All right, I'm out. Thank you for joining me. Bad Bunny and you, special Spotify Live, 9.30 in the morning. I'm going to go have some more coffee. Um, thank you, everybody, everybody, everybody for joining me. It's been a blast. Um, and remember, follow me on the social at the Lucy Lopez on Twitter and on Instagram and my Spotify 
uh, podcast is the Mamacita Rica. Be safe, be cool, keep doing you.